State ag officials are reminding poultry owners about the risks of bird flu. The spring migratory period for wild birds brings an increased risk, so the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection recommends that poultry owners continue using the strongest biosecurity measures to protect their birds. In Wisconsin last year, 29 domestic flocks in 18 counties were confirmed with bird flu, including Jefferson County. DNR wildlife veterinary Lindsay Long says the disease regularly circulates in most waterfowl. They carry these viruses and they're named by their surface proteins. There's two surface proteins that they get names from and those can intermix. So there's 18 that are associated with an H and there's 11 of them that are associated with an N. And the ones that we typically worry about are the H5s and the H7s. And the reason we worry about those is that sometimes they can develop to cause mortality or severe illness in domestic birds. Long says the DNR monitors waterfowl seasonally to see what viruses are circulating. If one is identified, wildlife biologists will look at its genetic makeup to see if it could cause diseases in domestic birds. Long says there are a few specific domestic breeds that are most at risk for avian influenza. The domestic birds we think about most that would be susceptible would be like poultry and ducks. I haven't seen indication of other birds, but I can't say definitively that they would not be, that they couldn't be impacted. But specifically the ones we typically see impacted the most are poultry and say like domestic ducks or geese. Long says officials with the state's ag department have procedures in place to ensure the effects of the virus are minimized. Are working with, you know, all the registered locations that have domestic birds to make sure that they have biosecurity protocols in place and um, ways to notify their veterinarian to try and minimize impacts in those communities as well. Officials say those who do not have a biosecurity plan should work with their flock veterinarian to develop one that addresses the risk for disease introduction. Nationwide, more than 58.5 million birds have died in the largest animal disease outbreak in U.S. history. The Badger Honor Flight's 2023 spring season is nearly here. The Madison-based hub of the National Honor Flight Network brings veterans on a one-day trip to Washington, D.C. to tour monuments dedicated to their service. Once the flight lands, the veterans will spend the day in the nation's capital visiting Arlington National Cemetery, the Lincoln Memorial, the Iwo Jima, World War II, Korean, and Vietnam monuments, as well as the Pentagon 9-11 Memorial. Vietnam veteran Jim Bublitz, who has been volunteering with the organization since 2010, says the next flight is on April 8th. He notes that there is a special VIP guest who will be joining the veterans to D.C. General Marsha Anderson will be with us, and she is a um, uh, a general who has been um, was supposed to go on the on the woman's flight uh, last year, but um, could not make it, and uh, so we're glad to have her. The flight arrives back in Wisconsin at 8.15 p.m. Organizers encourage the public to head out to Dane County Regional Airport to welcome the veterans home. Bublitz says people come from all over. A lot of Dane County, we get them from Dodge County. Um, Some friends of mine come all the way from um, the Portage area, all over. It's a Saturday evening that they feel that they have done something for the veterans and just to welcome them home. And then we have a special section for at the welcome home of those who are, we call our alumni, and they wear their red jackets and their red shirts, and we have a special seating for them, and they come from all over also. Bublitz says during their April flight, the 4,000th veteran will be going to Washington, D.C. The other spring flights are on May 6th and May 20th. 
The Beaverdam Common Council this week approved a lease agreement for a new cellular tower. Singular Wireless slash AT&T will pay $2,750 per month with a 3% annual increase for placing their antenna on a monopole next to the downtown water tower. The pricing is in line with what other entities are paying for antenna space. A Mazomani woman was placed on three years probation yesterday for running and then hiding from Dodge County authorities. Kevin Haugen reports. Autumn Gurnan entered a no-contest plea to a felony count of fleeing and possession of narcotic drugs. Additional charges of bail jumping and resisting were dismissed but read into the record. A sheriff's deputy pulled Gurnan's vehicle over on August 23rd in the town of Trenton because she was not wearing her seatbelt. Gurnan lied about her identity, then fled the traffic stop. During the five-and-a-half-mile pursuit, deputies noted that they reached speeds of 114 miles per hour. Gurnan drove into a cornfield along Milligan Road, then abandoned her vehicle. A canine and drone team were deployed, but after an extensive search, the 43-year-old was not able to be located. She was eventually taken into custody two days later on August 25th, after dispatch received reports of a woman yelling for help at a mobile home park in Wapan. Law enforcement found heroin when they later searched her vehicle. And I'm Kevin Haugen reporting for WBEV. The Horicon Police Department is shining a light on the regulations of trains blocking at-grade public crossings. Agency officials say it is unlawful to stop any train for longer than 10 minutes while occupying a crossing. They add that the Wisconsin and Southern Railroad, as well as Watco trains, are constantly rolling, switching, or slowly traversing a crossing during the course of 10 minutes. Authorities know that they are unaware of or have yet to be presented with evidence that trains are stopped for longer than 10 minutes. The city of Horicon does have a local ordinance that makes it unlawful for a train to occupy a crossing for a certain length of time. However, these ordinances are preempted by federal rule. That was determined by a ruling issued by the Wisconsin Court of Appeals in 2018. The Horicon Police Department says the railroad companies do their best to keep track of Highway 33 during a.m. and p.m. peak travel times and, whenever possible, will cut the crossing to limit the time they are blocking the roadway. The agency adds that community members can call and inform their administrative staff who will then notify the railroad companies to allow backed up traffic to resume. A Nina man convicted in the boating death of two women loses his appeal. Here's Ted Allen. Brian Sullivan collided with another boat on Lake Winnebago in the summer of 2018. The crash killed Lauren and Cassandra Lobbs, who were thrown into the water following the collision. In 2020, a jury found Sullivan guilty of homicide by intoxicated use of a vehicle. Sullivan, who was sentenced to three years of prison time, challenged whether evidence presented in his trial supported his conviction and whether the circuit court abused its discretion when sentencing him. The court rejected both arguments, stating in the second that the judge's consideration of the deaths from the collision in his sentencing was correct. Ted Allen, Wisconsin Radio Network. There is another push for an economic bill of rights for Wisconsin. At a press conference yesterday, Angela Lang with Black Leaders Organizing Communities in Milwaukee talked about the bill. We will see safer communities once we understand that when people have their basic economic freedoms met, it makes our whole state better. Democrats have twice failed to get any support from Republicans for this effort. Representative Christina Shelton of Green Bay. What I would ask of my Republican colleagues is to focus on what Wisconsinites are asking us to do. 
The resolution supports a living income, affordable health care and child care, safe housing and clean water. Legislation requiring Wisconsin high schools to collect data on crimes including sexual assault and homicide passed the Assembly Education Committee this week. Delafield Republican Cindy Duco is the author. Parents want to know what's happening in their school. They know want to know what's happening in their school at 8 a.m. and at 8 p.m. Because I don't care if it's somebody from outside the school that comes in and does something wrong. That's someone who's in my building where my kid is. And I want to know that. Committee Democrats questioned the validity of the data to be collected as the bill advanced to the full assembly on a party-line vote. Committee Republicans also passed a bill requiring the Evers administration to use American Rescue Plan money to help hire school security. And finally, the Wisconsin Department of Transportation is holding a public meeting to discuss improvements to Highway 23 in Columbia County. The project will resurface 2.8 miles of 23 between Highway 16 and Gulch Road in Wisconsin Dells. Officials say 23 will remain open to traffic during construction with flagging operations. The meeting is scheduled for March 23rd from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Wisconsin Dells City Hall. The project is slated to begin in 2028. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.